Hello, welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. I'm your host, Elise, and welcome to my living room. We're broadcasting live from my apartment on the Upper East Side. Episode 10, I feel like we're at a milestone, you know? This is a big deal to me. Double digits. I'm a podcaster with double digit episode. Can you believe that? Anyway, this is what we're talking about today. Why is everybody so busy? You know what I'm talking about. Every person you call, what do you do? Busy? You're on Facebook. How have you been? So busy. It's like, really? This is the new social currency, busy. We're going to talk about that. How about this? Do you care if the person you're dating, do you care if you find out that um, he's keeping memories of his ex-girlfriend? You know, so you're dating a guy and all of a sudden you find out he has, you know, a steamer trunk full of uh, pictures of his ex that bother you. We're going to get into that. And then someone asked me on TikTok, they asked me, um, they told me that they've been single after getting out of a really, really long relationship. And they asked me for any tips. I was married and now single mom. So I have some tips. Um, and I, I think we should talk about like a little bit on the dirty side tips. Nobody needs to hear that you should get, keep, get in shape and go to the gym, right? Anyway, so that's what we're talking about. Stay tuned. Grab a cocktail. Take a sip and enjoy talking to me, your bestie, Elise. Fact of the day. This is a crazy fact. The world's population can fit inside Los Angeles. Can you believe that? So the world's total population is a little under 8 billion people. And that's obviously a humongous number. But it sounds a little bit more manageable if we understand that if all of those almost 8 billion people stood shoulder to shoulder, they can all fit within a, five, a 500 square mile area, which is Los Angeles. Isn't that crazy? It's like calling everybody in the world to get on a plane to LA so we go line up and make sure that this is a real fact. But this is a real fact because it's from Nat Geo. It's from the National Geographic magazine. I read it, but it's true. Anyway, so how are you? How's your week? Is it good? You know what? I was thinking about, I wanted to tell you how much I love duck sauce. Do you like duck sauce? I loved, first of all, I love Chinese food. American Chinese food. You know, if you, if you go like to Europe, the Chinese food's obviously totally different, but I love American Chinese food. I love duck sauce. And, and for whatever reason, not all duck sauces are created equal, okay? So I, I, I feel like I'm a duck sauce connoisseur when it comes to supermarket duck sauce. Like you can go and they have all these different brands, but I, I found a really good one. It's called Susie's Sauce. Susie's sauce. It's a jar of sauce. It has like a yellow top. You know, you screw it off. Clear jar. It has a label with a picture of a little girl on it. It's delicious. I just wanted to say that to you. Because I had some um, I had some chicken, some grilled chicken and, and brown rice earlier. So boring. And, you know, I was on my fifth bite of my, you know, gagging diet. And I was like, how can I spice this shit up? So I was like, duck sauce. You know, but all duck sauce really is is like peach jam. So, you know, I basically just covered it in sugar. And then thought, and still thought I told myself that I was dieting. Anyway, so um, also on the how's your week note, have you started holiday shopping? One of my girlfriends, Priscilla, and hi, Priscilla, if you're listening. Um, I love that name. Isn't that a great name? But she told me last month she started her Christmas shopping. She's good like that. But, you know, I haven't started mine. But every year goes by. It makes me sad that my kids are never going to really know the joy of Toys R Us, you know? Remember that when you were a kid? 
going to get him to go to Toys R Us, running through the bike aisle like a banshee, picking up those the, those big wheels and just spinning them all over the store. Oh, it was the best thing ever. I mean, of course, I've taken my kids to Target and Kohl's and the, to the toy section, but they, they've only been to one dedicated toy store their entire lives. It's a toy store called Hamley's. It's in uh, the UK. We would go back and forth to the UK um, to my ex's family. I probably should tell you about that. You would probably die, like going to Wales, rural Wales, like me, a New Yorker. I was the only one wearing leopard. I'm walking into a pub with four people. I mean, it, it, there's some funny stories there. Anyway, I took my kids to this toy store, Hamley's. Um, it's at hamleys.com if you want to check it out. H-A-M-L-E-Y-S, I believe. But we went there in a Cardiff in Wales. That's where his family's from. So they only been to one toy store. How about your kids? Okay, the other thing I did this week, I feel like I have a lot of this week things, is I watched the best movie. The movie is, well, if you like New York movies, which I do, I'm biased. If you like New York movies, if you like movies about architecture, artsy movies, documentaries, I love documentaries. There's this awesome movie. It's on Amazon. It's called J Myself, J-A-Y space Myself. The movie is about this photographer, Jay Mizell, who is a New Yorker through and through, and um, and it's about the the building that he lives in. And so, you know, if you are in New York, you probably know about this. But if you're not, I'll tell you this story quickly. So, there's you know on the Bowery, so Bowery Street down downtown in Manhattan, right? On the we call it on the Bowery. So on the Bowery, there's all these it was all these old horrible buildings, you know, whatever. Forever now it's a cool neighborhood, by the way. There's like the ice cream museum there, but which is crazy to me. But anyway, so all these old buildings. And in 1960, in the 1960s, there was a bank, uh, there was a big building, 190 Bowery was the address. And it used to be a bank. It was 36,000 square feet. It was called uh, Germania Bank, Germany Bank or something like this. I don't know. I'm not a language expert. But anyway, and the bank closed and there was this building for sale, 190 Bower Street. And Jay, Jay Mizell, the photographer, was looking for to buy an apartment or, or a building or something because that's what we were able to do in the 60s in New York. Now you can't even touch a studio. But anyway, so he had a realtor and the realtor sold in this building for $100,000. And, and, and fast forward to now-ish times, maybe about five years ago, he sold the building. For $55 million. It was the largest private real estate deal ever to close in Manhattan. But but better than that, better than that is that if you live in New York and you ever walked by 190 Bowery, you know the building. It's huge. 36,000 square feet, giant tall building, graffiti all over it, had padlocks on it. And the thought that some family lived in there is just wild. I worked in the neighborhood for a bunch of years. So I would always walk by and I would be like, oh my God, what is this building? It's crazy. Sometimes I'd see a doorbell sticker that says like, you know, ring for Jay Mizell or something. I had no idea. I had no idea that a family lives in there. This old, look derelict, you know, graffitied up building. And it's just, it's just fascinating to me. I love, I love, I love stuff like that. I love it. And my family's from that area also. So, I, you know, and oh, it's just, it's just so cool. So the movie's called Jay Myself. If you like documentaries, if you like real New York-y sort of documentaries, it's not funny or anything. It's just talks about the history and it's so cool. And by the way, he once rented out one of the floors in his apartment building to Roy Lichtenstein. And you know, Roy Lichtenstein, pop art, he did that like sort of pixelated comic-y sort of art. Just so cool. Anyway. Okay. On to the topics. Do you have a boyfriend or husband or have you ever have? I know that's a yes. 
Do you care if your spouse keeps memories of his ex? So my girlfriend and I were talking about this and she was like, I can't stand this guy I'm dating. He tells me he has like Nike boxes full of memories from the ex lease. What do you think about that? And uh, I feel like it's hard, you know? What do you think about that? What do you think? I mean, on one hand, the irrational lunatic side of me is like, you know, burn him, <laughs> break up with him, shrines to you all over the house. But we're not 13, right? I mean, the reality situation, and I told her, is like, if you really value this relationship, well, you're gonna have to, what, you, what could you do? All you have to do is accept, accept this, accept that he's gonna hang on to these memories, accept that he has this box or boxes Add Jordan boxes full of memories. Tolerate the fact that he's had a past before you. And maybe realize that he wouldn't be the person that he is today if he hadn't gone through those experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and, and I also said that, here's the thing, it's any person's right to keep things from their past, whether it's, you know, pictures or scrapbooks or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, and uh, you, you, you could keep whatever the hell you want. There's a big double standard in this thing, by the way, because us girls, I feel like we keep a lot of this kind of shit. And then we get date a guy and, you know, if we find out they have stuff from their ex, we go crazy. And I, I, listen, I've, I've been there. I mean, when I was younger, but here's the thing. I told her, your thoughts and your actions matter in this situation. Don't make a problem out of nothing. I said, so you found out he has this stuff. What are you going to do? I said, you have to control yourself. I said, do, but I also said, do you feel insecure like about his commitment to you? Do you feel like he looks around? Because otherwise, I mean, like, who cares? Like, let him be a hoarder. Let him be a dirty hoarder. Who cares? You know, you just got to accept the fact that he's had a past. That's the situation. And listen, if you don't trust him, then that's a bigger issue. So I said, you have to think about inside. Think about inside yourself. Like, does this have to do with the fact that you're just crazy jealous and you've always been like that? Does this, is this because you just want him to like rid, you know, magic eraser clean, scrub clean his entire past history? Well, you know, come on. You got to really think about this. Or is it the fact that you, you think he's a cheater or he's still in love with her or he's not that in love with you, whatever. And by the way, I said to her, Whatever the situation is, how about this? Go get one of your shoe boxes, okay? Wrap it in some wrapping paper, write your name on it, and start putting your own shit in there. Throw a pair of underwear in there, scrunchy, maybe a death hair gel, and give it to him and say, here, here's my box. So stop filling this shit up. <laughs> right? I mean, God. But right, overall. I said, I don't think you should create a problem where it exists. And listen, I'm not perfect. I've please. I feel like maybe my youngest self has like probably like my 18 year old youngest self has probably told boyfriends like cut her head out of the picture right now. I'm leaving you. <laughs> but I want to do that now. And by the way, if it's his ex-wife, you got it. Like that, that can't happen. It, it wasn't. This was a, this was a boyfriend, girlfriend situation. No past spouses, no past marriages, no kids. But if it was a past wife or husband, oh no, you can't come on. Anyway. What the fuck is up with everybody being so busy? Can we talk about that? Busy, in my opinion, it's the new social status. Humble brag. So busy, humble brag. Sorry, not sorry. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because you're embarrassing yourself. Because 
because you're so busy. It's making everybody vomit. Like El was eh, vomit. Really? I mean, look, I think I said this before in another episode. COVID, everyone's busy. Everyone has everything going on. But even when you're not busy, why are you throwing around this word? Me included, by the way. I say this. People, what are you doing? Busy. I call my girlfriend, Monica. What are you doing? Busy. No, Monica, you're not busy because you called me on FaceTime and I'm watching you sit on your lazy boy with your feet up, buffing your nails. <laughs> Is that you, you, that's busy to you? You're not busy. You're not busy, Monica. But busy, busy is a social status these days. It used to be, right? Like, this is the funny thing. I mean, look, if you ask, like, the baby boom generation, or if you're in the baby boom generation, or, or you know, depression era, I would say, I don't even know baby boom, maybe depression era, folks, they'll say, what was social status then? What was, what was social? They'll say somebody that didn't work, a lady that lived a life of leisure. I mean, that, that, that was social status. Somebody that didn't work, lived a life of leisure, lunched all day, and when you open up their cabinet, you saw, you know, general international foods, French vanilla in a can in the cabinet. That's when you know you really made it, right? <laughs> right, Donna? You made it when you, when in, your, in your coffee and tea cabinet, you got that general foods, French vanilla in a little rectangle can. <coughs> what happens to that, by the way? That to me was 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 fancy. That was that was the Swiss Alps in a box. That was my dream Swiss chalet in 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 a in a food packaging thing. I I, I thought when people had that they were really highfalutin and fancy. But now, oh now, oh now us Americans make if you're busy, if you're in demand, if you're popular, I think it's you have the allure of mystique. You're so busy like a slippery fish, you can't be caught. You got a full-time job while you're bootstrapping your tech startup on the side. You got twins, a husband. Oh my God, I got three iPhones for my job. Can you imagine? Can you believe that? I don't even have time to pay. I accidentally expanded my bladder, so now I'm going for liposuction. That's, that's this 2020. Well, 2019, because 2020, it's ridiculous this year. But that's it. That's it. You're so goddamn busy. You got no time for anybody. That's it. I'm so fancy. I got, you know, and so I was thinking about this. Why is this the case? Why is this a social status? And, and I think I got it. The idea of the American dream, you know, to have, buy your house, buy your apartment, have your kids, go on a couple of vacations a year, have money in the bank. We could, that's really effing hot, by the way. But the idea of the American dream, those people that are work that work so hard, they are the ones that are perceived that they have the money in the bank, that they're going on vacations every year, that they own their house or houses, that they have the ability to climb the status of that, that social ladder. That's what I think it is. If you say you're busy, it sounds like you're successful. It sounds like you make some dough and everybody should want to be you. Well, you want to know what? Fuck that. Fuck it. I'm not going to say I'm busy anymore. I'm going to be doing nothing. <laughs> what are you doing? Bupkis. Bupkis, want to come over? And you know, by the way, by the way, girls, is busy really good? I mean, getting busy is good. Wish that happens a little more in my life. But, but is busy good? Because you want to stress-related issues. Hello, cardiovascular health. Your hair falls out. Your hair goes gray when you're stressed and you're busy. Anyway.
You might, and by the way, you forget shit because your mind's so cluttered. Your mind's like Grand Central Station. Anyway, <clears throat> so somebody wrote to me on TikTok and they said in the DMs, and we're not doing our question and answers yet. They, they, it was just a thing. And I felt like it deserved its own topic. They said, um, you know, they're recently single after two, a two-year relationship with their son's father. By the way, if this is you, hi, I don't remember your name, your, your, your handle, your TikTok handle, but I will write you back and say that I answered the question on the podcast. Anyway, so she said to me, hey, Elise, do you have any dating tips? And I felt like this isn't a quick Q&A. And um, I also had a little story that when she wrote this to me, it reminded me of it. And so here's the thing. When I became single, okay, I had um, a sleepover with a guy friend. And this is true. Um, this is a true story. I mean, all my stories are true, but this is true. It wasn't, it wasn't a romantic thing. It was just a guy friend. And uh, we went out. We were having some drinks. And I just was tired. and feel like getting home. He didn't want to, you know, take me in a cab home and whatever. So he's like, nah, just, just, just sleep on my couch. And I was like, all right, fine. You know, and of course I was like lonely and recently single and I didn't give a shit if I was sleeping in somebody's dog crate on the floor. It was, I was happy to be in the house with somebody, you know? So <clears throat> he gave me some sweats. He gave me some sweats and whatever. And then I asked him if he had any, <laughs> you're going to die, socks, some fuzzy socks and earplugs. And he was like, are you kidding me? And he did. He actually, he didn't have fuzzy socks. He had a big, big like tube socks and he did have earplugs. And, and I got, you know, I got changed in the sweatpants and the big t-shirt and I put on the socks and I put the earplugs in and I, and I put a pillow over my face <laughs> and I laid down on the couch and, you know, I put the blankets on and I said, good night. And he's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to sleep. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, you're waking up. He's like, because you're recently single. He's like, and we're just friends. He's like, Elise, but I got to tell you, you've been married for a while and you can't, you can't do this shit. He's like, if you ever have an overnight with a guy, he's like, you can't put fuzzy socks and earplugs in. And so this is why I wanted to talk about this question because I think it's a good one. When we're married or we're in a really long relationship and then we become single, I feel like we, we, we forget like those crazy ass things that we do. Like you sleep in eye masks, a gas mask, a sleep apnea machine, earplugs, you know, and hair, your hair and rollers. You get set, you, you become single and you know, you're with a new person. You're like, maybe, you know, you well either you're going to dress like, a sex kitten, maybe the first time. And then the second time, you might be like Edith Bunker in the bedroom, you know? And you go into that routine. Well, fuck sex kitten. I just went right into Edith Bunker mode, earplugs and the socks and everything. Even though it was just a friend. He was like, Elise, take off the socks and take out the earplugs. And you're not sleeping with the pillow on your eyes because he said, we are going to get you comfortable with sleeping like a normal human being. He's like, now you're going to keep my clothes on and you're going to still stay on the couch. He's like, but come on. And that, that really, um, that, that, that was like a funny moment to me. Cause it was like, oh shit, like, I, I guess I am single and I guess I have to get this shit together. And so my tips for, I don't even, it's tips. Like who the hell am I? Like the things that I did, I want to tell you, um, there's obviously the, 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 the obvious stuff, self-care, you know, self, when you get divorced, do self-care, get in shape do your hobbies, meditate, go out with your friends. I get it. Of course, we should all do that shit. For me, by the way, my self-care was doing stand-up. I love doing stand-up. The clubs are closed right now in New York. I can't wait for them to open, but I just did a show last weekend in Jersey. I have another show this upcoming uh, weekend in Staten Island. But for me, stand-up was like one of my self-care things. Um, besides for the mommy makeover full of liposuction. But anyway, yeah, I, you know, I got organized. You know, that was self-care. But here's the thing. What people don't tell you is you got to go beyond the self-care. 
you, you got The first thing I think I could say to you is you have to set goals. I set goals. How old are you? What do you want out of your life? Do you want another baby? Do you not want another baby? Do you want to marry somebody with a couple bucks? Do you not give a shit about that? When you're in a loveless relationship and you're really looking for love, you have to really think about this. The second you're single, the second you figure out that you want to start dating again, think about what you want and how you're going to strategically get it. Write it down. Set the goals. That is the most important because you do not want to meet some old Joe Schmo bum that you met on Christian Mingles, okay? And all of a sudden, it's the first D you ever had in the last 16 years. So you're all hot in the pants and excited. Next thing you know, he's a full-blown sociopath and in thousands of dollars of debt. Okay, we, you do not want that. So that, that's my main thing. The other things I think you need to do, some little, little tips, little friendly tips from your girl. If you're gonna sleep with a man, even if you're having an overnight, keep a little Listerine spray by your bread, your bed, okay? Because you probably forgot that your breath stinks in the middle of the night or in the morning, and that will remind you to use it. Have all your important conversations in person, not on text. So maybe with your husband, you're blowing up, you're blowing up his phone all the time. You're arguing. You know, text is just comfortable because who wants to even look at his face anymore, right? It's like, but have all of those important conversations with a new guy in person. I think that's a good one. Um, Another tip I have for newly single, don't forget about STDs, okay? Uh, this is something, uh, for whatever reason, um, this is like, I always think about this. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not saying that you don't. You probably do. But I, 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 I've always been like so skeeved out, like just the thought of that. You know, I, I, I think I've said this in past episodes. I'm not, I'm not into one night stands. I'm just not, and it's not like I'm, I think I'm better than anybody. I just, I just like can't do it. It's just like not for me. Um, but I really, I think you have to really think about STDs. Even if you haven't gotten with anybody in a long time, like, and you, even if you were in a sexless marriage, you have to know that like this person, once you're single, you know, this guy that you met, if you want to go home with him, fine, but you got to ask him, you got to ask him. Or, or, or if you really start dating somebody, have them get tested, you know? Don't talk about your past breakups. Get your bush in order. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know what the style is right now. No, I do. I think it's like naked, ew, or like a landing strip. I don't even, you know, I don't even know. Actually, it's probably, full bush is probably back. That's the, that's what's probably back right now, okay? I don't have that. But, but you got to get it in order. So you know what you got to do? You got to go to European Wax Center or go to one of these places, go get a waxer and go sit down and say, I just got out of a 30-year marriage. What's the style these days? And she'll tell you. She 100%, she has a vested interest in making you look good because she knows you're going to be a repeat customer. Invest in Summer's Eve wipes. That's another thing. Come on. You don't, you don't, you, you, are you even thinking about this stuff after you've been married for a thousand years? How about this? Do a few TikTok dances to get your hips in order. Okay. I think that that's another thing. Get a bedroom door lock. Okay. A bedroom door lock. I'm not saying that you're going to have men at your house. You know, you have a son. You know, uh, of course, you're not you're not gonna be you know be a filthy hooker, but but you probably don't have a bed, a door on you, a lock on your door. I don't. So maybe 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 you should get one. Private time. You know, mommy and daddy aren't in there anymore. Anywho. Okay, products. Okay, I don't know about you, but my lingerie drawer, my sock drawer where I keep my stockings, literally looks like World War Three. I, I don't know what the problem is. I, I know how to fold my underwear. I know how to you know fold my tights in half and roll them up, roll them up like a little ding dong. 
I just don't do it. I'm a disaster. So I was looking for something, an organizer. How can I keep this shit organized and have it look presentable? I'm like, I don't want my daughters opening up my drawer and thinking like their mother's a slob. No, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible, right? So I found this product on Amazon. I love it. It's $16.99. The brand is M Design. So letter M Design. And the name, you know, as all these Amazon names of the thing, I'm going to read it to you. It's insane. Get ready. M Design, rectangular, plastic, dresser drawer, divider, and closet storage organizer. The lingerie, bras, socks, underwear, blah, blah, blah. Set of three, clear white, $16.99. Listen, this is all it is. It's literally like hard. It's, um, it's a plastic, heavy, pla not hard plastic, heavy plastic in a square shape with little dividing pockets. And it actually, it really makes my stuff so neat. It's nice. It's like, I, I do, I roll my tights. I tuck them in the little pockets. I, I fold my underwear, I put them in a little thing. Any bra and underwear sets that I have, I put them in a thing. There's another space for bras. You can literally just put your bra in there. You don't have to fold it in half. You know, fold the cups in half. You just put the whole thing in there and like you, you stack them like, you know, like in a line, like, like how they do it at Victoria's Secret. It's really nice. I, I, and I, I, I totally recommend this. I actually love it so much. I bought a second one to do it for another draw. Um, I recommend, I recommend. And, and by the way, if, if you're listening and you have a better system, tell me because, because I, I, I thought about, oh, I should do this for bathing suits. Maybe I get this for bathing suits, but I don't want to go spend $17 on a drawer organizer, you know? Anyway. So questions from the audience. Every week I do a couple questions from the audience, a few of my TikTok girlfriends, they send in questions. I pick them. I'm not an expert. I say this all the time. So here is uh, similar to one of the other topics. It's uh, the question is question one. Elise, I'm in a new relationship. Should I delete my pictures of my ex-husband from Facebook? Oy. Okay. Um, I, I have been there, done that. So here's my answer. No, I don't think you should. I think maybe you should make your wedding pictures private. Because if you have wedding pictures on there or pictures of you like in the hospital maybe with your brand new baby or going into labor or some shit like that, I think maybe you should make those private. Maybe pictures from your honeymoon. But I don't think you should take the pictures down of your ex-husband. That's your life. That's your life. Like it's your ex-husband. You were married. Do you have kids? You were married. You have children. You're not hiding your life from him. But I do think that it sucks to see. I do think it sucks like for your new guy to see you, you know, um, on your honeymoon, right? On the night of your honeymoon. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to see that. So I, I would slim down the social media pics in general. I would go through the pics. I wouldn't take down all the ones of the husband. I wouldn't. Because listen, he's your husband. He'll always be, he's your ex-husband. He'll always be your ex-husband, no matter what. He's part of your life. And I don't think that you should uh, just erase that because it's so easy to on social media. And I don't know. I would feel bad. If my ex-husband... You know, I don't even know what he did. This reminds I should, you know, because I have him blocked. I have that motherfucker blocked. He, I love him. I do. I still, of course I love him. He was my ex-husband. He was the father of my kid. I have him blocked because he was stalking me. So I had to block him, block his ass. But I should unblock him and see what he does. Because if he took down pictures of me, oh, I'm going to be furious. I am. I, I don't care if he took down the wedding pictures. But of all pictures, come on. Anyway. Question two. What book are you reading? Ooh. I love this question. I'm reading the Woody Allen biography, Apropos of Nothing. It's so good. It just came out. I was on pre-order for the book. 
It's just all about his life. I love his movies. I love his movies. I love the New York sensibility. Um, I, I love everything about Woody Allen except his personal life. Really? Really? You married soon, ye, Woody? Really? You, what was that? You, you're, you're a stepdaughter or your adopted daughter? I didn't get to that part yet. But you, had a, you married her? You sick creep. Come on. But he's a cinema genius. I love him. So I'm, I'm reading the book. And uh, I totally recommend if you like that kind of thing. So we're closing it out with a quote of the day. Okay, this is a good quote by C.S. Lewis. Getting over a painful experience is much like crossing the monkey bars. You have to let go at some point to move forward. Isn't that so good? My daughter's doing the monkey bars. My older daughter, she loves it. And it is, it's scary. Like, you know, to get to one bar or the other, you kind of have to let, let it go. You trust yourself that you're going to, the swing, the gravitational swing, whatever that is, is going to take you to the next bar. And, uh, and it always does, right? Because she's focused. And that's like us. We have to, if we want to get over the painful experience, it's like crossing the monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. I just reread that. I love it. I really like it. Anyway, that's it, baby. That's it for today's episode of the Elise DeLucci Show. As always, love you for listening. Do you want to Review my podcast in the Apple Store. The Apple Store. I don't even. I honestly, it's. Like, I don't even know why I don't. I can't say that. An Apple Podcast. Can you review it anyway? And subscribe so you never miss an episode. But I'm excited to talk to you on TikTok. I'm excited to see you on Instagram. You can check me out on elisedelucci.com. Talk to you next week, baby. Love you.